from a toy, but I could be the boy you adore. If you just let me know, although you are through, I'm attracted to you all the more. Why do I need you so? Baby, baby, try to find a little time. I'll make you happy. I'll be home. I'll be beside the phone waiting for you. Why do you build me up? Build me up, baby, just to let me down.
second did i just participate in digital black ear because i i I, i'm white and i played predominantly black music there is that allowed do i do i need to call cnn to see if i did something wrong there digital black ear you know what i really love (laughs) the arnie state show it's filthy as hell that is bona fide badass hit it maestro listen up ass face ass ass face you're getting some ass yeah baby Seven seven five three five seven F A N S or seven seven five three seven six Easy Easy. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved core. Damn right, the ass family is our beloved core. Oh, and we, boy, we have been called to the carpet. Oh, I, I, every day, every single day, people, every day I tell you that it's getting, it, wait, to, wait, just, 
I'm going to get to the good mornings, and then I'm just going to start the show because the, the, there, there's no meandering around, no telling you about my day yesterday, anything like that. I will update you because the first person here today uh, is, of course, the one and only. Oh, my lucky stars. The, the one and only bratty kid who went into work early today. Maybe because, well, you know, maybe I might have gotten her into trouble, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, it, it seems like everything so far is good. Things are good so far. Things are quiet there after the uh, altercation. Not really an altercation, just uh, an exchange of words. I, I, I mean, I didn't even. No more I, I, I could have gone there. I could have gone there, but I didn't. So things are working out there. So uh, she says, morning. Please pray for me. I've entered the monkey circus to play shitty games for shitty prizes. Amen to that. Gold says, happy hump day. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. Oh, my God. How did I not even remember? Oh, man, I am a piss poor host. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. I, I mean, seriously, thank you, Gold. That's what day it is. Hump day. Hump day. So much going on. Yeah, enough of that. All right. Andrew says, happy hump day. As family, I hope everyone is well. Work is keeping me from listening live, but I'm still here. And in case y'all forgot, AIG. Damn right. AIG. Oh, man. Straight fire is definitely in the house. Uh, he says, what's up, Andrew? Good morning, ass family. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well. Um, I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and says, morning, ass fam. I'm off early from the shift from hell. One more shift, and I have a couple days off. Hallelujah. Enjoying some ass before I fall asleep. Battleborn says, happy hump day. Uh, Got to get back to that sound effect page. Uh, hump day. Hump. Uh, Dr. State's Nass family. Alicia says, Braddy, I'm curious what that means. Uh, if you didn't hear, uh, there was a tad bit of a run-in at Braddy's work that involved me. And a 19-year-old a over car insurance and what was going to be paid and what was not going to be paid. It's all up at ArnieRadio.com. I'll just say that. Hockey player says, morning, ass family, and happy... Hump day! There we go. Back in there. Build me up, buttercup. House of Pain says, happy... Hump day! Ass family. Oh, looky there. Uh, bright and early back from Africa. Hey! Konnichiwa! Arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, but Ah, uh, Maid says good morning, ass. AIG Japanese word of the day is Oshiri Boshi. Translation ass at. Oshiri Boshi. There is a person that works at a store that is an Oshiri Boshi. Mage, how you doing this morning, pal? Oh, great video. Dude, that's 7-Eleven over there in fucking Japan. Rules! They got a working kitchen? Damn. Damn. Now I want to go there just to go to 7-Eleven. Man, oh, man. Look at there. Adam J is in the house. He says, buenos dias, Arnie. Buenos dias, mi amigo. 
How is old Mexico treating you, my friend? I hope you're doing well. I miss you, buddy. Derek says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day. Becca! Becca! There you go. Good Lord. I'm all over the place today. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Right Meow says, good morning, ass. Chaz Man says, happy hump day! Ass hump family. Day. Hump day! Uh, let's see. Trash Panda says, morning, ass fam. Un- Sanchez family says, ahoy. Not gas guy says boner D ass. Right meow says Braddy, keep working in the OT and screw that punk kid. He rised in the house. She says good morning. Hey Arnie, I'm having an idiot with my insurance bill for my surgery. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and pay my insurance company a visit. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, I- anytime. I mean, look. Oh, this could be a profitable business for me. You're out. I got you. I, I no no problem there. But yeah. I'll, I'll lend out my services. Uh, MJ says, amazing. All right. Well, <clears throat> there's a lot of weird shit going on with this Nashville shooter. My cousin and I were talking last night, and cousin's Longhorn Wiener Dad, just to let everybody know. He ain't here yet. Um, he sent me a picture. And, and Arise even started this with me. The, the, the shooter in the Christian school, from my understanding, the boy being a woman. Now they're saying it's backwards, and, and, and it, I, I'm confused. And also, also, they're trying to say, now I'm not going down this ra- rabbit hole, and this, that was the question that was proposed to me last night, is this rabbit hole worth going down? They've released body cam footage of the the cops in Nashville taking the shooter out, doing their job. Uh, also, there's people criticizing the Uvalde police again. Just let it shit go, okay? Just just let it go. We, 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 look, look, look. We aren't going to make any progress by going backwards. So, the rumor is this. If you look at the picture of the, the shooter, like has the gun out and is upright and ready to go, and you look at her shoes, they look like maybe a pair of Puma shoes. But then when they get to the carcass of where the cop shot her dead, or it dead, whatever the fuck it was, they're wearing Vans. So there's a there's there's weird shit happening, and I know I'm not I'm not I'm not going down. I. The last thing I want to focus on is the fucking shooter. That, that, I'm not making the shooter the victim here because the shooter is not the victim here. By the way, it came out yesterday, and I know that this is going to, I mean, this is a Holy shit. moment right here. Everybody grab on to something. The shooter was undergoing treatment for mental health issues. I, I, I'm sorry. D- wait, wait a second. Let me say that again. The shooter was undergoing treatment for mental health issues. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You you guys still aren't getting me? The shooter was undergoing mental health checks because they're nuts. Come on. Instead of going after the gun companies and this, that, and the other, and believe me, We have a lot of shit to cover with this, including something that I can't. 
this is why my head is spinning. After a transgender person went in and shot up a Christian school, and there are people blaming Christianity for doing this and doing that and doing that, the culprit is the shooter. Still, I just want to point that out. Um, a transgender group is going to hold, this is going to happen on the steps of the Supreme Court, and it's only getting bigger as, as it's talked about, the Trans Day of Vengeance. I've never seen this before. This is what the media is going along with, what people are going along with, is making me sick to my stomach. Literally sick to my stomach. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. How are you? You'll notice these shooters are young adults that live with their parents. Mm Mm-hmm. Funny how when the shooter is a straight white guy, it's because of the identity as a white guy. Transgender does it, and it's not about being transgender. Identity politics is a two-way street. It's not just for victims if you believe in the horse shit, right? The reason there's not more is they'd become homeless and they can't buy guns. Uh, The time is now the trans, non-binary, non-gender conforming intersex communities are facing astronomical amounts of hate from this world. First of all, what is the hate? Just pump your fucking brakes, Turbo. Where is the hate? There's no hate in that legislation. We're looking out for kids. The legislation not to allow... uh, There's a song right now. Like I'm very upset about this whole thing. And yeah, we got listener mail today, but I don't give a fuck how long this takes today. Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton combined, and they they released a song. I haven't heard it because I don't need to hear that. I've heard enough music in my life. I guess it has something to do with gayness or what. I don't know and don't care. I'm not interested in it. And some schools are not allowing it to be played. Well, and, and, and people are losing their fucking minds. Well, let me just tell you a little story. Let, 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 let's just go back in time, shall we? See, they, they, they are all acting like this is something new. Y'all remember when you were in school? How many times did you get to turn on pop radio when you were in class? Yeah, that, that answer is probably never. But let's say you were. Do you think you would be allowed to hear songs? I don't know. Let's say, I, man, I, I wish I had something off the top of my head. Boy, oh, boy, do I wish. Man, can you? I... Somebody say, hey, we want some pussy. Hey, we want some pussy. Let me say, hey, we want some pussy. Hey, we want... Now, I wasn't allowed to listen to that in school. Those fucking bastards. I'm rubbing my temples right now. That was about a natural sexual act right there. 
They just use crass terms. Um, the time is now, okay, this is the Trans Radical Activist Network. Trans states on its website, uh, it's a network of unapologetic activists fighting for queer liberation and promoted the protest. What, what are you liberating yourself from? How are we holding you down? I'd like to know how we're holding you down. In this day and age, how are you being held down? You're being celebrated everywhere. Now, it's the children that we want to take care of. You're out, uh, sent me a, a video yesterday. I haven't watched it all. It's a 28-minute video. It's a lot, lot of video for me to watch. But it's about a trans person who is retransitioning or detransitioning and about the hell that that caused all their life. And we're seeing these stories now left and right about these people that are detransitioning. We have a girl suing Kaiser Permanente for it. When out there living with mom and dad or whoever's coddling them, they'd have less access as people with mental health disorders. Um, Just remember you can't spell gayness without anus. (laughs) Gotta love the LGBT uh, sympathizers like AOC talking in circles and making zero sense. You sent me this video. This is, I have a lot of uh, audio to play for y'all today, and I, I hope you guys don't mind. Um, I, I enjoy having audio on the show. That way we can call these people out and me not trying to remember what this fucking word salad is that, that AOC said. Um, here you go. Many of these disgusting and insinuating attacks on trans and LGBT people are actually projections of what predatory cisgender and often straight men do when left alone in the presence of women or sometimes horribly children. So instead of getting you to challenge the patriarchy, they're trying to get you to challenge the very gender expressiveness that challenges patriarchy. Don't get it twisted, because a lot of people attacking drag are projecting. Many of these disgusting and insinuating... Why is it an attack on drag if we don't want it in our schools? We're not banning it. It's not being banned. It's a, you're, you're not going to the gulag or whatever, the, whatever they call the old jails. You, you're, you're not going there if you dress up like a, like a chick. You ain't going there. We just said not in front of the kids. And you're saying it's an attack by saying, no, we, want, we don't want our kids. Sanchez's family says, what about the dead kids, cunt? Well... Let, let's talk about this, shall we? Let's talk about what your government, because I, I, I'm done with this, this whole idea that they're going to march on the steps. Um, they're asking for trouble. I, I, that, that's all I'm saying. We, we have three dead children, and, and I know that they're dead adults too, but we have three elementary age children who I don't care if they went to a Christian school, if you're anti-Christian, they have no control over that. They're little kids. A nine-year-old girl tried to grab the gun from the shooter and was pretty much cut in half with gunfire. You couldn't tell your parents where you wanted to go to school when you were nine. 
So, uh, bad taste, uh, check mark, check mark, check mark, to hold a trans day of vengeance. And let me just tell you, when you use words like that, you see, rational people, and yes, I'm claiming that I am a rational person sometimes. Rational people see that and they just scoff it off. You're inviting the bad people out to confront you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you, you're bringing this on your own. Now, before we get into all these videos, let me let me uh, clear up uh, a few lies that our current sitting president uh, decided to uh, puke out yesterday when addressing the media because this guy is beyond fucking retarded. Here we go. Oh, this is a video? Okay, good. I don't care about a guy that, no, no, don't need any of that. Let's get that ad. These are weapons of war. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I have two shotguns. My sons have shotguns. You know, but our states, you know, everybody thinks somehow the Second Amendment is absolute. You're not allowed to go out and own a, an automatic weapon. You're not allowed to own a machine gun. You're not allowed to own a flamethrower. You're not allowed to own so many other things. Why in God's name do we allow these weapons of war in our streets and at our schools? According to law enforcement, the shooter of this horror had two assault weapons and a pistol. And what in God's name are we doing? These guns are the number gun. This is hard to believe. I never thought when I started my public life. Here it is. Guns would be the number one killer of children in America. Not true. Not true. Um, first of all, um, you actually can own an automatic weapon in this country. It takes uh, – now, the, the, this, this is the problem with owning an automatic weapon, and I, I've done the research on this. Um, you cannot be considered a prohibited person. You've got to be 21 years old, a legal resident of the United States, eligible to purchase a firearm. You have to pass an 8- to 10-month background check and pay a $200 transfer tax to obtain a stamp. It is a pain in the ass, but it is still legal. Now, the number one cause of death among children between the ages of 1 and 17 is not guns. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, it, it, it's actually automobile deaths. Of the 4,500 deaths that happened to children, 2,159 were accidents in motor vehicles. Drowning was second at 753. Poisoning, 502. Suffocation, 212. Fires, 202. Transfers, and firearms accounted for 120. Now, that's 120 too many. But come on, man. Don't, don't, don't lie to us. Don't lie to us when, when the stats are right there in front of us. I don't want to see three kids shot dead. I don't. I don't want to see three kids in car accidents. I don't want to see three kids drown. I don't want to see three kids suffocate. I don't want to see three kids die, period. 
But to come out and just openly lie to a country that is just right now going, what the fuck just happened? You can't do that. Now it's time we get to some wonderful tweets that are out there. Or I found them on Twitter. These are videos that are... uh, that are happening, and oh, are they so delicious. Um, a lot of people are, are pointing to this incident when it happened and saying, um, um, something might need to be investigated here. Let's just play this video, shall we? We'll take it back to the beginning. We'll make sure the volume's up and go... We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Yeah. We're not. I think the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's the truth. Very soon. It, it is the truth. But I'm I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> What did you say? Murder. <laughs> She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Worse. She's, She's just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... <laughs> hmm. They were talking about abortion and pro-life Christian groups, and Jane Fonda said, we should go murder them. Now, 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 far be it for me to say that they should find her and charge her with anything to do with this because I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But how about we do the old razzle-dazzle flippy-doobie? And say, what would happen if Ben Shapiro had said something like that about Democrats? Michael Knowles says something about that. Charlie Kirk, Matt Walsh, any of these right-wing speakers say something according, uh, akin to, well, if they don't agree with us, we'll murder them. And then, lo and behold, two weeks later, a Christian school, anti-abortion probably, gets shot up. Hmm. Interesting. Just saying. Uh, Christopher, he says, Bravo, Arnie, your research is correct. Automobile accidents are the biggest danger for kids. It's one of the biggest reasons I drive school bus to do my part protecting children. Very, very good, Christopher. Yes. Look, and and, and we're not going to ban automobiles, are we? Are we going to ban swimming pools because kids are drowning? We got to ban poison which is usually the stupidity of the child drinking ammonia or bleach or something like that. I'm sorry, the ignorance of the child, because they aren't really stupid yet. They're not smart enough to be stupid. Not gas guy just spells out cunt. Red and White says, dude, like bratty kid, I work a lot. Not able to chime in as much as I'd like, but I'm home on a rain day. My stepdaughter is wanting to be called a boy and they them. She spent a week in the nut house because of a suicide threat. I truly believe this is peer pressure or rebellious thing to do for attention. We are at a loss for how to help her because she says she's threatened to kill herself because we don't support her. I fucking hate these school counselors and mental health workers who are confusing these kids 
who are already lost and trying to find themselves. Thank you for finding stories on this. I would never have the time to do this on my own. Red and white, God bless you. I'm sorry that you were going through so much. Good morning, Cowboys girl. I am not a parent. I've never done parenting. The only thing that I can I can assist you with is that I know for a fact, it's a year after year, survey after survey, your kids listen to you. And and this is the time, and Red and White, you probably know this, and, and, and you know that you have to spend time with this kid. They, they're in the nut house, a suicide attempt. They're, they're looking for attention. They want to be recognized. Something's going on with them. Look, I, I don't even want to speculate what it could be. But there are so many kids that are going down this road right now, this transgender row, road, and they have these people that, I'm not going to say, what do I want to say about the, the, these counselors that you bring up? Because there are a lot of people that are enabling this to happen. You know, these teachers that we talk about that, that, that go and, and say, oh, well, we won't tell them what your pronouns here are at school. We have all these people that are trying to help them out. Because they think that they, since they're educated, since they have four years of college, and maybe some have a little bit more, and I'm not knocking that, but I am knocking the fact that they think that since they have that, they're an expert on this. They don't remember what it was like to be a kid. See, this is, this, this is where I think parenting needs to really, really, like, like y'all got to remember what it was like to be a kid. I haven't forgotten because I still am a kid. Being a kid is a lot tougher than we give kids credit for. Look, we had it a whole lot rougher than anybody, well, anybody now. The people before us had it rougher. People before them had it rougher. Look, shit's real when you're a kid. You get made fun of for shit you don't have by other kids. Why? Because kids are the fucking worst people on the face of the earth and we all know this but you see you put this cloak on them and you go oh they're children we have to protect them yeah we have to protect these little backstabbing motherfuckers because we were all kids and we were all rotten don't and and yes there are some sweet kids out there god bless them but when your kid and I don't know how old your kid is there, Red and White, and it breaks my heart to read that. Um, when they're a kid, they don't want to tell you the horrible. I never want to tell my dad that I lost a fight. I had to, though. I mean, when you, you come back with a big old fucking bloody nose and a black eye, you got to fucking tell your daddy you lost a fight. Do you know how hard it is to tell a father you lost a fight? The, the look of disappointment. No, he didn't. But it's still tough. You don't want to tell your parents these things. You don't. And and the kid and and they don't. And they build it up inside. And you got it, it the parent this is why parenting is the hardest job in the world. You parents, I respect you so much, so very much, because you have such a hard job. You have to pry that shit out of them. 
And in today's world, it's, it's getting to where there aren't times to pry it out because you have so much going on. You've made your kids so busy. You've made your kids, by so busy, I mean you have them in every fucking sport in mankind. You have them in the book club and the chess club and you're running them around town. You're not letting them be kids. Let kids be kids. Let kids make mistakes. Let kids break windows. That's why you got insurance. Let kids be the shitheads they are. But instead, we're, we're, we've got helicopter parents on them, or we've got them involved in every group under mankind, where they don't have time to have fun as kids. They're always on a project, or they're doing high yaw classes, and then they're going to play baseball, and then they're riding dirt bikes. And they're not riding dirt bikes because they want to, it's because they're on a dirt bike team or some bullshit like that, and it's no longer fun for them. I was lucky. I, I had parents that didn't want to fuck. They didn't prescribe all them bullshit games about putting me in fucking 58 different activities. You know why? Because they had to drive me, and they weren't going to do that. They are like, fuck that. <sighs> all right, another video here. Let's see, which one is this? Um, oh, this is a guy by the name of Sink Eager. He, he, he's, a, he's a talk show guy. He's a big, fat guy, and he, he's just a fucking donkey from everything I've ever seen from him. But here he goes. I'll be a little bit of a hypocrite here, but it's not. I'll explain why I'm saying it. I don't like guns. I would ban assault weapons in a second. I, we can go on and on What's about the gun control weapon? that we need in this country. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, don't get guns. It'll make you less safe. I'm going to make an exception here for trans people. They are actually in danger. They have had hundreds of laws passed against them. They have right-wing media ginning up fear against them 24-7. They are targeted more than any other group in America. Not true. And if anyone should get guns, it should be trans Americans, okay? Because I'm worried for them. I'm worried that the right-wing lunatics are going to attack them as they- How many attacks have there been on transgender people? Oh, I know we had a gay nightclub shooting, but that guy turned out to be gay. Remember that, the Pulse nightclub shooting, the guy was gay? Next. Look, look, I'm asking honestly. How was how uh, how passing a law that says hormone blockers are bad for people under the age of 18? Are we mad because the government is finally doing their job? How, how is it an attack that we don't want drag shows interrupting the learning process at school? And it's not appropriate. Now, if it is appropriate, then what about topless Tuesdays at school? You want to get you want to get dads involved in school? You you get some strippers at school and you have topless Tuesdays. Whoa, PTA numbers go went, went through the roof there. But why is that not allowed? They're just dancing. They're just performing. They're performers that just don't like to wear shirts. Now, now, men, men, 
don't ever use that excuse to your wife. No. Don't say they're dancers who are doing their art form just without tops on. It won't work. It doesn't play. But you aren't talking to your wife this time. You're talking to the government. Am I wrong? Did I did? Hold on a second. And 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 ask family. I want you to use the chat board here. Did I get knocked unconscious and and miss miss a a vital thing where where there was a trans center that was uh, attacked by a crazy right wing like Rand Paul was leading it and he he marched in there with a gun and took out a bunch of trans people. Did I miss that? Did I miss it? Nobody's writing anything yet. So maybe I did miss it. Maybe everybody said shock that I that, that I was asleep for this. Oh, 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 I know the other part of the the the, the fight, the the attack on them is we won't let them play in girls sports. Oh my god, what an attack. My god, I don't know if we can we can come back from that one. This is the head of the Teachers Union of America, uh, Randy Weingartner. Wait till you hear what this fucking nut job has to say. Oh, this is this is truly phenomenal. I can only hope that my kids would be lucky enough to have this woman as a teacher. An epidemic that our great nation must solve. And how many lives will be shattered before we have the courage to do what Scotland did, what Australia did, what New Zealand did, what other great democracies do? We're a republic, stupid. We must solve this epidemic. And that's up to us. An epidemic. And by the way, the, the way to solve it is complete repeal of the Second Amendment. That's right. A complete repeal of the Second Amendment. Let's be like other countries, like Scotland and Australia. You know, where the government locked them in and you would go to jail if you left the house during COVID? Yeah, that's that boy. I uh, that sounds good to me. Sign me up, Daddy. Uh, I don't know. I would have come back from school with a black guy. My mom probably would have given me a high five. I got my kid in soccer and baseball right now. Uh, not doing two sports in the same next year. Young turds. Okay. Oh, this guy, what a wanker. Many times is trans on trans violence. Pulse nightclub. Oh, wait, that was a real bad guys. Yeah. Those are cake di- dictatorships, not democracies. Negative. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not a democracy. <whistles> America's never been a democracy. Idiot. And this is the head of the teachers union. Fucking so dumb. 
They still have guns in both those places. I know I work in the gun industry, and we sell stuff in both those places, LOL. I understand. Look, Mage, I know. I Look, look th- this is the thing. The, they want to try to come after guns. And then they want to try to say, oh, we're bad people because we don't like transgender. I've never said I don't like transgender people. I don't know any fucking transgender people. And, and, and here's the thing. I don't want to. We don't have nothing in common. Here, just uh, this is the last video I've got in this segment. Th- this should just fucking. This is some transgender, I guess, black woman. I don't know. Trans people in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans allies in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans women, if they lock you up for identifying as a woman, fight, resist. You're going to die anyways. We're going to die anyways. It's time to fucking resist. Fight um, them. Can you get arrested for just identifying as a, a woman? Is that real? Anybody anybody want to check the books on, on that one for me? I, I will continue. Them. If they put their hands on you, beat them. We are at an attack. It's time to fight back. Do you hear me? Trans people in Tennessee, trans men, trans women, non-binary, fight. If they try to arrest you or have you arrested on a felony for existing, beat them. Team up. Gang together. Get people who agree with you to come and fight. Do do they arrest people that, that do that? I've never seen anybody arrested. Hey, I identify as a woman. Okay, well, we're going to take you down. It's a felony. Now now it's not even a misdemeanor. It's a felony. Carry a weapon at all times. And yes, you have to attack the police officer. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. What? Time. What? That didn't even make sense. Agree with you to come and fight. Carry a weapon at all times. And yes, you have to attack the police officer. Allegedly. Why did you just say allegedly? Are you the stupidest person? You're the stupidest person on the internet. We have found him. Yes, attack a police officer. Allegedly. Huh? But it's time. It's time. If they're going to try to jail and police you for existing, you fight them. You fight them. And if they lock you in prison, fuck up the guards. Bust out of prison. So now it's going. <laughs> this person knows nothing about the judicial system. So it's gone to a felony, and then they're going to just, no trial. No trial where you have a lawyer that goes, uh, this person was arrested for identifying as a woman. Okay, we're going to have to throw that out. See, I know how it works. But, but you're going to go to prison now, and now you're going to beat guards, a transgender is going to beat guards in prison while avoiding being raped by most of the prisoners and then break out. Okay, this might be a new comic routine. Jump in with other trans people. It's time we organize a prison bust in Tennessee, guys. It's time we organize a prison bust. It's time we start fighting. It's time. If they put their hands on you, fight them. Trans people, fight them. We will not let them create a genocide of trans people. How many trans people have been killed in our country? Are we just laying waste to them left and right and nobody's inviting me? I mean, I mean, 
a genocide. Is this Optimus Prime? She's calling for trans people like Optimus Prime was calling for Transformer. Trans people, unite! I am so tired. I was in a live the other day with two trans people who denied this. <gasps> Out of my way. I disown any trans person who disagrees with this notion. You Boy, that's open-mindedness right there, isn't it? Hey, I don't disagree with you. I disown you! <laughs> not allowed at the fucking table <laughs> it's time to fucking fight yeah transgenocides around the corner stop debating cis people in your existence i do not debate my existence is not a conversation we fucking fight now or we die and we're not gonna die debating cis people they're gonna have the last word they're joining your life to call <laughs> the last word is you're right <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right, cis person. A man, they're joining your life to call you a woman. They're joining your life to misgender you. No, 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 no. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me slow this down here for a second. You can go live on TikTok, and I see these lives all the time. The, these lives that, that are on TikTok, and they're people who are talking about their bottom search. And do you know what I do? Do you know what I do? I scroll past. That's what I do. Now, are, are there people, and, and by the way, these people are wanting to pick fights. That's what this is. That, that's what's called bait. It's bait. And you know why they're baiting you? It's because a lot of people give their real names on there, and they'll hack you, and they'll look you up, and then they're going to go after you. So, uh, I, stupid. Uh, I'm, I'm late. What the fuck is this? Uh, do you have a, a race to be in genocide? Don't you have to be a race to be in genocide? No, no, this is a race now, mage. Come on. It's kind of hypocritical to preach inclusivity and then say people aren't welcome if they think different. Yeah, isn't it great? Tell this fucktard to fuck around and find out. This trans person reminds me of Tracy Morgan's cheerleader character in The Longest Yard. Only a little bit left. Get the right pronouns to tell you that you're not existent. They're fucking with you and you're an idiot. Stop. By the way, they're not showing their face in this video and they're holding some sort of like metal pole that's taped to, to something like to look, I guess, like Thor's hammer. I don't know. You're going to kill us all. Join together and start organizing a rally for resistance, not for talk. They're fucking with you. You're being gaslit. You think you're going to have a conversation and make progress. We don't have time to make progress. We have time to fight. Wait a second. You don't have... Won't, if you fight and win, won't that make, make progress? So I guess you got time. God! All of you, I'm disappointed. Fight! Stop! If the, I'll tell you something. If a police officer put his hands on me for trying to be who I am, I don't care if I got shot. I'm taking a couple of transphobes with me. And I suggest you do the same. The time for debate is over. It's a waste of time. I, I, I don't even know what to say.
I mean, I, I mean that that's. And you know, it's gonna make headway to somebody. They're gonna be like, "Oh, she's right." This gives me tart tingles. <laughs> they are not real. They have to be made from something else. So they're the definition of fake. Fight for your right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. And then just to top it off, just to top it off, we're going we're gonna to top it off. This is a little, little hot sauce on top. Martina Navratilova, one of the greatest female tennis players of all time. Big lesbian. I, I, I mean, I'm seriously. Say, look, look, I ain't got nothing but love for it. Where, where do I have that? Oh, man, I know I have it in here. In there. No, don't kid yourself, mate. You look like a rapist. No, that's not it. Is it in past? I think it's in pastures. Uh, no, no, no. Damn it, where the hell did it go? This is really going to piss me off if I can't find this. She's a big lesbian, a big dyke. Nah, fuck it, I ain't going to look it up anymore. Um, Navratilova expressed support for the World Athletics Organization as the international governing body for track and field who has prohibited transgender women from competing against biological females. Good for you, Martina Navratilova. Good for you. I, 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 why don't we have more athletes? Where is Serena Williams? Serena, Serena, where are you? Fuck your mama. Uh, good morning, uh, hot mama. I hope you're having a good day. Christopher says uh, she's literally calling for violence on law enforcement. Yeah, allegedly. Whatever that meant. Um, love Martina. Martina Navratilova has come out and said, and, and, and by the way, what are you going to say about her? You going to say something bad? Because that would be homophobic. Whoop. Which one, which phobic, tra- which one trumps the other? Homophobia or transphobia? Which one is bigger? Which one is more, needs more help? I wish that that female soccer player of the United States is the stupidest person in the world who came out and said, oh, I'm in favor of uh, transgender women playing women's sports. You ain't got a job anymore, dummy. I would love to see a bunch of dudes who just missed out on the U.S. soccer team try out for the women's team and make it and replace every woman on that team, especially that Megan Rapahoe bitch. And her pink hair. I'd love to see that. That's what, see, see, this is <clears throat> the war that I'm looking forward to. And yes, I am looking forward to this war more than anything. Because this is a stupid war. Will be when all women are replaced from sports. And, and, and women, you know that I'm on your side. You know that I, I have I have taken I have taken your flag and I am running with it and I'm talking about cis women, or as we call them women, real women. Enough of your own are gonna fuck you over. See, this is this, this is why I, I said this the other day. I love the fact nobody wants to be a man. Nobody even cares about Elliot Page. 
Why? Because nobody wants to be a man. Being a man's a pain in the ass. Nobody wants this. You know, all these people thinking they're gals. And they're going to take jobs from gals. I'm just going to tell you this right now. And I can't wait to see that fight break out. I can't wait to see that gigantic fight break out between the trans community and women. Because, and, and let me tell you, I know the winner. I already know the winner. The winner is going to be the women's side. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because women are going to get so, so mad and they're going to get so, so worked up that a lot of those women are going to get their husbands involved. I'm not saying women can't fight on their own, but you see, they have this tag team partner behind them. It's called their husbands or their men. And men in general should be standing behind the women on this fight saying, yeah, we got your back. Those fucktards shouldn't be playing women's sports. But there are enough idiot men who have crossed over and gone to that way, and hey, they can die in the, in the crossfire as far as I'm concerned. I mean, if we're going to talk about you know using violence and things like that, something I've never even called for along these people, then, then why not? That, that woman or whatever that thing was, I called it a woman because I try to be nice. I try to be respectful because I want to be respected. That thing. Called for violence against the police. Oh, if a policeman puts his hands on me because I'm identifying. When did that ever happen? When did, when did that ever happen? When, I, 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 I'm going to have to search fucking newspapers all weekend long to find out when a cop put his hands on a transgender person to arrest them because they're transgender. Fucking stupid. <sighs> Speaking of stupid, boy, oh boy, we're going to change gears here. There's dumb, and, and, and then there's the view dumb. I want you to hear what the uh, uh, host, uh, Sonny Hostin, had to say. And it's going to blow your mind. Low E has hurt my performance in the bedroom. I haven't been able to make the bed in years. At Planet Fitness, there's hope. The, the notion of patriotism and the notion of the of America and the American flag has been co-opted by the right as if they are true patriots. Mm -hmm. But when I listened to Christopher Wray, the president, the, the head of the FBI, he said white supremacy is the biggest domestic threat to this country. And so as a woman of color with a six foot two black kid in college and a five foot seven, five foot eight black kid in high school, I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Victim. Yes, maybe they're putting uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you or mentioned, China. and China. They're putting a lot of black, more black people in jail but here. can I ask, because we've had this conversation, what on the issue? So China is imprisoning people based on their religious backgrounds. That ring any bells? That ring any 40s-ish bells to anybody? 
little, little ding ding going on. Now, now look, we might not, uh, we don't like the extreme Muslims, Muslim extremists. We don't care for them. They're the they're the bad guys. Regular old Muslims, you know, the billion or so that, that are out there, they're peaceful people. Wish they would speak out and take care of their own trash, but hey, they don't. Whatever. Now, these peaceful people that are over in China are getting arrested because of their religious beliefs, and this bitch just equated it to black men being arrested in America. Now, God damn it. I am sick and fucking tired of this lie, lie, lie. It is not illegal to be black in this country. You are not going to jail because you are black. Nine times out of ten, you're going to jail because you broke the fucking law and got caught. Now, we can say that in China it's illegal to be Muslim. I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to compare someone's worshiping and going to jail to the black people that are going to jail in America. They're committing the crimes. I did the story yesterday. Look it up. 42% of murders in this country happen in 1% of Democratic-run cities. Democrats run probably about 48 to 49% of all cities around this country, if not more. Which means they have a lot of criminals in there. And if you don't like it, I'm going to tell you anyway. A lot of black folks vote Democrat. You want to know why? Because Democrats give them stuff. These are poor people. And I shouldn't say black people. I should say the poor people. And it just so happens there are a lot more poor black people in this country. And you can insert whatever fucking reason you want there. I don't care. But the Democrats give them stuff. So they keep voting for them. How do the Democrats help black people? Anybody? Does anybody want to go down this road with me? Do you dare? Do you dare walk down this road with me? You know what the you know what Democrats have given the the black people of America? <laughs> they gave them Jim Crow laws. That's right. They gave them the Ku Klux Klan. Isn't that weird? That's a lovely gift. They gave him the crime bill of 1997 that the current U.S. president who wrote that bill that targeted them and called them super predators. Whitewash says it gives them false hope. Yes. Yes. Question, what was Sonny Houston's point to mention the tale of the tape of her kids? I have a six foot two kid in college and a five foot seven kid in high school. So Scott, do you want to know what it is? Get out of the way, fart machine. God damn it, I want to move my chair. I can't move it with you behind me. Two pounder two hundred pound fart machine. Fucking Bubba farted in the studio this morning, and it was hell. Uh what was the statistic of crime committed by blacks, whites, Mexicans? Oh, that's right. Look, look. You see, in a few years ago, they did this in uh, in some schools and, and places. 
and I've been I've been railing on this since. They say using uh, statistics and proof is racism because black people aren't. Do, do you? This is what the liberals do. Remember the last election we were told, oh, black people, they don't go out and vote. They don't, they don't know where to get a driver's license. They don't have the Internet. They don't know what that is. And I remember watching video after video of people going into black neighborhoods in, in Harlem and Atlanta. These people all have driver's license. They all know where the voting registrar is. They have the Internet. It's these people that keep putting them down, saying, oh, they don't have this. They aren't... The- Jesus Christ, for the longest time, we used to say black people couldn't swim. And then a girl, a black girl, won a fucking gold medal for the Olympics. Why? Because they were given the opportunity. Why? Because they wanted the opportunity. They wanted to earn what they had. They didn't want to just hand it to them. And let me just tell you, hey, everybody, because we like to talk numbers on this show, I'm going to tell you about the worst group of people out there. Are y'all ready for this? That's poor white trash. And by the way, there are more of them than anybody else in this country. I'm talking about the low, gutter-wrenched, white garbage that's out there. You want to talk about uh, bad people and all this? Just stop. Just stop. Fucking take some responsibility for yourself. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't give a fuck. Whatever dumb cliche you want me to give you, get out. I don't care. This victim mentality has got to go. If you want to dress up like a woman and you're a man, and you think that's normal, hey, more power to you. Now, if you want to come into my house and talk to my children about how great it is and how horrible it is, you will be met with what we call resistance. For it is my house and my children. Now, if you consider that an attack, you're fucking retarded because you want to come into my house and talk to my children. That's not an attack on you. That's me protecting my family and my core belief system. I remember in this country, and it wasn't even that long ago. Do we not all remember the stupidity? We all want to get along now and we all want to be a part of something. Do we not remember the 80s when we classified people as African-Americans, Mexican-Americans? We all fought so hard for this individuality, and we were taught about individuality and all this, and now we all have to all be all one? Huh? See, when you were preaching the individuality, that was the spirit of America. Albeit what they were preaching there was stupid. But I understood it. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of where you're from. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to wear a leather medallion around your neck that has Africa there? More power to you. Don't give a fuck. 
I'm not going to wear one that has Ireland on there or anything like that. I'm an American. I'm a Texan first and American second. Maid says, I lived in China, and it's not illegal to be religious there. It happens most of the time is the religion does not follow the rules of the country and gets locked up. I went to a Christian church when I was there, and my two favorite places to eat were a Jewish and Muslim restaurant. So there you go. Well, I, look, look, I'm just going off what, what Sonny Hostin is saying. I appreciate that, Mage. Thank you. Um, in case China is locking them up based on their religious beliefs, that is very Hitler-esque. I don't think you need me to tell you that. But to equate that to what's happening in America and black people being arrested— you have to be a real special kind of stupid to equate those two. I, I, I mean, I mean, a real, real. The kind of stupid, the, the kind of stupid that would say stuff like this. I haven't heard this speech. I just know that it's labeled as word salad, and it is our vice president yet again. Oh, this ought to be good. Mm-hmm. As proud supporters of our nation's veterans, shut up. Oh wait, wait. I like believe that every veteran. But going forward, let's recognize that there are a number of things on the issue of the economy as a whole that we must do, putting aside the pandemic and the war in Ukraine, even before the two became an issue for our nations. And a lot of that work is the work that I'm here to do on the continent, which is to look at how we can as nations who are friends, who work together, who operate on the basis of, of shared principles, what we can do to engage in strengthening not only our security, but our prosperity. A lot of the focus of my trip on the continent during these next few days will be on increasing the relationship, in particular from U.S. private sector for investment on the continent of Africa. What? What the fuck did she just say? Uh, I mean... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. We're announcing $100 million in support for Ghana as a counter to Chinese influence in the country. Hold on, I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that in just a second. Oh, that, this is beautiful. Oh, God. Oh, I'm almost fucking erect. Religion likes to take money from people, and that's what China does not like the most, because in China, the only people who can take money from people is the government, yeah? Um, do you know why? Do you know why she's on the continent? I'm going to tell you why she's on the continent of Africa, especially in Ghana. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? They're trying to buy all the mines. They're trying to control the mines. I implore you. I, I beg of you to Google uh, I, 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 is it cobalt that they use? I, I, I'm not sure what they're digging for, but everything that, that's put in your cell phones, uh, electric car batteries, it's all being mined there. 
And when you see the video of those mines, and you see a mother holding her baby, breathing in this toxic air, and she's making about a nickel a week, $100 million in support for Ghana to counter Chinese influence. What we're trying to do is buy our way into those mines. Cobalt. That's what we're doing. Don't think that this is some great humanitarian trip. And, of course, we're going to see her going to, to, to huts. Maybe a Secret Service agent will get attacked by a tiger if we're lucky. She's going to do all the bullshit. She's going to do some kind of tribal dance and some kind of weird shit. We aren't down there for the goodness of our hearts. No, 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 as Alec Baldwin would say. We are there to corner the market on cobalt because we know that that's the next, and I hate to say it, fossil fuel that is actually worth something. Uh, let's see. Uh, God, Longhorn Wiener Dad says, good morning. Ask my brother. It's my Friday. Yep. Uh, they still suck. Oh, you that is. She said we're going to do what we need to flozzle dozzle Africa. Fuckity fuck. I hate internet problems with my work PC. I had to turn off my router and on the phone with and technicians for an hour. I'm sorry. Ogre. Oh, oh, ogre. Uh, I don't know if you got to hear it just now, but um, I played stupid uh, Kamala Harris who's in Ghana right now. They're in Africa. She keeps calling it the continent. And we've pledged $100 million in support to Ghana to counter Chinese influence. Hold on a second. Roscoe just got back home. I want to see Roscoe's haircut. Oh, he's a handsome bugger. Woo! But they put a bowl on his head? Oh, he looks good. He looks good. Oh, he smells like the barbershop, too. That's good. Roscoe's good. He got a haircut. Good. But we're pledging $100 million to Ghana. Can you see through that? You want to counter Chinese influence? Stop voting Democrat. We just spent $100 million on cobalt, people. That, that, that's what your tax dollars are buying. So your tax dollars, next time you go to AT&T, you just walk in and take a phone. No, don't do that. Last story of this break. I, I have to do this story because this is just too delicious. This is what the Democrats are telling you. <laughs> the DA who's trying to get charges brought up on Donald Trump, by the way, no charges filed yet. Still. The DA, Alvin Bragg, his chief prosecutor, um, that, that's their main person. Chief Assistant District Attorney Meg Reese has said that criminals aren't necessarily bad dudes and they're just in a racist justice system. Criminals are not bad dudes. 100 million. So 99 million goes to warlords and corrupt leaders' pockets. The other million goes to military industrial contracts. Ghana really gets squat. Uh, uh, we haven't done it this week yet, but you get the first one. Correct the mundo.
I can't wait to hear about when we get we get military bases set up in Africa that just so happen to go around cobalt mining. I'm just saying. I'm not going to be surprised one iota. <laughs> Douglas says, unless they're corn pop, because... Corn pop was a bad dude. I mean, that's pretty racist right there, Joe. Criminals aren't bad dudes. Okay, uh, can you... What's this person's name? Meg Reese. Meg Reese, can you tell the three sets of parents in, in, in Tennessee that criminals aren't bad dudes? Can you do that? Can, 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 can you go to a rape victim and, and look at that rape victim and go, hey, your rapist isn't really a bad dude? You see, a district attorney should not have that idea. A district attorney's job is to prosecute the end. That's their job. You see, you see, that's why the other person hires a lawyer is because usually the DAs are pretty smart. So you're going to have to get a lawyer that's pretty smart to outwit the DA. By the way, they could do that with JoJo the Circus Clown in New York. Because I, I swear to God, Bubba is smarter than the fucking DA in New York. Criminals aren't necessarily bad dudes. Bad dudes are bad dudes. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't end it with that. Criminals aren't necessarily bad dudes. But bad dudes are bad dudes. <laughs> 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. You still got a little bit of time to write me. We got listener mail coming up next. On this tag. Across the alley from the Alamo Lived a pinto pony and an Navajo Sang a sort of Indian hideo To the people passing by tell me. The pinto spent his time a-swishing flies And the Navajo watched the lazy skies Very rarely did they ever rest their eyes On the people passing by oh. One day they went a-walking Along the railroad track They were swishing out looking <laughs> They never came back Across the alley from the Alamo When the summer sun decides to settle low A fly sings an Indian hidey-ho To the people passing by Spit it out, Mr. Jackson. That's Tommy, you know, Tommy Jackson. Here comes the steel man, here comes the steel man. Yeah. One day they went on walking along the railroad track. They were switching out of looking They never came back oh. Across the alley from the Alamo When the 
summer sun decides to settle low A fly sings the Indian hidey-ho To the people passing And I heard him say as I made my retreat May the bird of paradise fly up your nose May an elephant caress your police toes May your wife be flagged with runners in her hose May the bird of paradise fly up your nose My laundry man is really on his toes Found a hundred dollar bill among my clothes When he called me I came running Gave him back his dime for phoning And I heard him saying as I turned to go Made a bird of paradise fly up your nose Made an elephant caress you with his toes 
I was way behind one day to catch a train The taxi driver said we'll make it just the same A speed cop made it with us And as he wrote out the ticket I stood by politely waiting for my change Made a bird of paradise by up your nose on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Yeah. Call 775-357-FAN. I went way old school there. I mean, we went Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys to Farron Young and then little Jimmy Dickens. Woo! Boy, that was a grand old Opry day right there. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for your, your musical knowledge. Mage, thank you for sending me this. I do have an update on the reparations in California. I've got a great update. I I see that they're meeting in Sacramento this week. This is so ridiculous. I I promise, Mage, we will get into it. Oh, my God. It is so fantastic. This whole story. I, I, I just... Like I said, we'll get into it. I, I just laugh at the whole idea of, um, oh, let's see, uh, <laughs> and he, uh, just, I, I got a joke here from Brian, says, the eye doctor told the Asian woman she had a cataract, she responded, no doctor, I drove a Rinkin Continental, <laughs> stop that, that's terrible, <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at stuff like that. Uh, It is time for Listener Mail. uh, Brought to you by our dear friends at at JS Floors. You can write the show at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, my God. They they, they, they know know, the, 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 the depths of their just treachery knows no limit. What they like to do, I found out, they like to come to your house, right? And, and they, they're going to give you a, an estimate, quote-unquote, to do your floors. No, what they do is they steal your pets and get them reassignment surgery. So then those pets can go to protesters, and those protesters use those pets to attack the elderly, which they are all filming so they can send to their weird shit-a-stand princes over there and make money for their meth empire. It's disgusting. It's horrible. And do you know who doesn't do that? My dear friend Jesse at JS Floors. No, of course not. Of course he doesn't do that. He doesn't want to steal your pet and then retransition them. He doesn't have time for that. What he has time for is to come and put in the best floors known to mankind at your house. Give him a call at 775 267 Four, one, two, three. I mean, dear God, they're retransitioning pets. Come on. Time for listener mail. First, uh, first couple letters uh, are, are asking my advice, so we have to, of course, we gotta, we gotta get the band ready. So here you go. <clears throat> no, I don't have a dip in. Mm-hmm. 
this movie was on the other night. I guess that's why I kind of have a, a clean feel to it. Great movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, it did win the Academy Award for Best Actor. Should have won Best Picture. Did it win Best Picture? It should have. I can't remember that far back. It's like three years ago. Sit alone and hear the hate. We were so friends. Hold on a sec. Wait, let me, let me go back there. Here we go. I sit alone and hear the hate. We were such friends. You were my, my best mate. And everything I needed to know, you taught me on the radio. We worked and worked at all those bars. Mr. Turner's and the stars. We made them laugh. We made them cry. They made us feel like we could fly. So I don't know just what I did to make you do what you have done. But that's okay because you know now I have my own damn show where you can go and ask me now. I go out and fuck a cow as All we hear is Radio Gaga, Radio Hoo Hoo, Radio Ha Ha. All we hear is Radio Blah Blah, Radio Go Go, Radio What's New, Radio And what went on with you-know-who? She has turned into a pile of goo. She is so fat, she fills my part. I'd hate to be there whenever she farts. So you just watch as I surpass you. Then we'll know who was the issue. You had your time. Admired, and I can't wait till I hear you're fired. Ask All we hear is radio blah blah, radio hoo hoo, radio ha ha. All we hear is radio blah blah, radio hoo hoo, radio caca. All we hear is. Radio Gulp Gulp, Radio <laughs> Radio What's New, Radio We All Say Fuck You. <laughs> that one's a little rough. I, I, I know, that one's a little rough. I, I haven't done that one in a while, and I'm sorry. I'll make it up.
I promise you I will make it up right here, right now. Got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can help you out Ask me now Ask me now before I fuck a cow You know I'll do it Because I've done it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter You sure miss me That is fucking obvious Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it and brag about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you hear me say all the bad words like shit and fuck, cock and con. Ask me now, ask me now, that's right, I'm fucking a cow, I warned you about it, I said I'd do it, I'm fucking a cow, fucking a cow, ask me now, ask me now, please say. This poor cow, I'm not stopping till I'm popping. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. Ask me now, we'll save that cow. Ask me now, oh, I fuck a cow. Call solid gold right there, people. You, you, it doesn't get better than that. Lyrics, music, musicians, uh, uh, second to none. Second to none. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, let's see. Sassy Pammy said, My favorite. That was the Radio Gaga one. Speaking of fired, uh, craptacular radio shows, does anyone actually listen to that pussy afternoon show? All their Facebook posts have the comments turned off, which tells me they can't be, take good or criticism from listeners. Yeah. 
Won't stop topping, stop till I'm popping. Yeah, you got that line? Uh, I need to add in. You know what? I got to hold on a second here. I got room for it. Uh, the next time I, I sing that, I'm not stopping till I'm popping. I have to insert. There it is right there. That's what I got to put in there. That's going to make that song even better. All right, here it is. Time for Listener Mail, brought to you by JS Floors. Here we go. First one. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? See, the, the songs are the pageantry of the whole bit or segment, if you will. Um, Douglas says, I haven't listened to 98 since they got rid of that damn show. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, Dear Arnie, this is from Carrie with an I. It says, Dear Arnie, I was wondering if I could get some help from you because uh, you have talked about your struggles in the past. I broke my ankle two years ago, and I have fallen into the dark world of opioids. I'm afraid that I don't know what bottom is because I've kept it hidden from my friends and my family, and I want to stop. What did you do to stop? I've tried, and I hate how I feel when I'm not uh, on them. Any advice will be great. Um, Carrie, uh, yes, yes, this is a road that I, I, I went down a, a long, long, dark road of this. How did I stop? I had to go get help. That's how I had to stop. I had to get professional help. I went to a detox center, and I got the help that I needed, and knock on wood, I haven't touched an opioid really since then. I, I, I've had to take them because of my teeth, but I only took them for one day. Um, it, it, it took professional help from me. I'm, I'm glad that you're only two years into it. I mean, that's a long time. I understand. Like, like these doctors hand out these pills it, because what they do is they, 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 they trick your brain into thinking you're not in pain anymore. And it gives you some euphoric feelings. It releases a lot of dopamines in your system, and it feels good. But it actually does nothing for he, the healing process. It, it does because you don't want to be in pain during the healing process. And I understand why these are, are given out. When I went through it, mine was about a 10-year battle with it. Um, and it was rough. It was rough. I, 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 look, I hope this is bottom for you is writing the show. I don't often uh, ever, I, I don't tell people to go to rehabs because a lot of rehab. I look for the detox center work for me. If you need rehab, then go to rehab. More power to you. Um, I'm glad that you're recognizing this on your own. And Braddy Kid's right. You have to be honest with your doctor, too. Very, very honest with your doctor. Um, and those are the kind of places. If not, if you want to cold turkey this, let me tell you, opioids you can cold turkey from. You're not going to die. You're going to feel like you're going to die. Let me, let me walk you what, what, what this feels like. Sanchez family says Kratom, non-narcotic. I, I still to this day take Kratom. I, I swear by Kratom. Um, and this is just me. This is because you asked me personally, so I'm going to tell you personally. I loved going to AA meetings when I first got sober. And then I found NA meetings when I got clean. NA meetings, I related to those people a lot more than I related to a lot of the alcohol because most of the meetings I went to, I always went with my dad, and there are always a lot of old-timers there. Now, I could go to a meeting with a bunch of old-timers now and, and feel like I, I belong and feel like I know their stories and I've done their things. 
because I in seven days, eight days, I celebrate 26 years of sobriety, and I'm very proud of that. Um, I had a lot of help along the way. Um, but I always tell people to check out a meeting. It might not be your cup of tea. Um, it might it might scratch right where it itches though. So I always I always suggest that if you want a cold turkey, you're gonna have uh, fucking terrible body temperature control problems. You're gonna be really really hot, or you're gonna be really really cold. Your legs and your body is going to twitch like it's never twitched before, which sucks. Not to mention you're going to be pooping out everything you ingest. Everything you ingest, it's going to go and run right through you. It's not fun. Withdrawals from opioids are not fun, but if you can make it through it, and there's Kratom, and I just got a new strain yesterday, Red red Mang, something like that, uh, and, and I, I got to tell you, I took it yesterday, and that was a, I, I, I still take it. I take like maybe four capsules a day. Now I'm down to that. I was, I was, I was taking a lot of those because it does actually help. Uh, Kratom is a definite alternative, and I'll swear by it with y'all. Yeah, I, I like Kratom, but you got to be careful with Kratom, though, because Kratom can become uh, habit-forming as well. But it does work. It does help out a lot. It doesn't take everything away, but it will give you rest and relief. Uh, see, now what happens with me and opioids of any kind is me getting sick. I puke, and I puke a lot, so I can't take them. That's a good thing and a bad thing. Made from a terrible recovery from surgery, and the anesthesia was a nightmare. But you can do, uh, you can do it, uh, you can do it. Yeah, red mang da. That that's I think what that's exactly what I got yesterday. I got the capsule form because I don't have time for the tea because the tea tastes terrible. But I I do recommend that it, it's it's a good way to wean yourself off. So there you go, Carrie. A lot of the ass family helping you out because the opioid battle is not fun. And I'll, I'll tell you this, as, as a, I, I, look, I, I'm always open and honest with you guys. Um, I had to take, I, I had to take the opioids for my teeth, and I took them one day. I took a bunch of them, yeah, and I slept for the rest of the day, and then I never took them again. Still haven't to this day. My one slip that I, I had after I got clean, it was not on opioids. I was stupid. And it, my heart was broken because it was Thanksgiving, and it was my first Thanksgiving to be alone. Meaning I wasn't part of the show's Thanksgiving, which I had done for 25 years. Um, my dad was up in Tahoe with uh, Beverly's family like he always did. So I was alone, and I, I felt sorry for myself. So I was like, well, let, let, me, let, me, let me get something to, to take the edge off. And I tried, uh, I tried, uh, whatchamacallit, a Xanax. Never again. Never, ever again. That's the, I don't know how people do that. But, uh-uh. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I make mine into tea, mix it with lemonade. Still tastes like licking the side of a barn door, but it works. Get the capsules, man. Uh, so the key uh, is to popping is opioids, or pooping is opioids. I did not condone that, and I was freaking out. <laughs> they stopped my breathing. That was a fun learning experience. Yeah, opioids are a motherfucker. And boy, and they grab onto you. They will grab on. And, 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 and if you go further down that opioid trail, if you go skipping down that trail and you, you go from, let's say, hydrocodone 
to what was my favorite was Norco. Norco was my favorite. I, I ain't going to lie to you. I love Norco. Um, but you get into the Roxies and then the Oxies. You, you, you skip down that road. And then maybe you skip down to the Methadone Road, which some of us did, which then you find out that attaches itself to your bone marrow, and that's really, really bad, and it stays in your system for about eight to ten weeks. And then if that's not enough for you, then you got to jump all the way to the H train. That's right. You ride the old white horse. I never got that far, and I'm so happy about it. Nasty shit, Xanax detox can kill you. Yes, it can. Absolutely. Uh, what, what are they? Uh, those are called, uh, what, what's the classification? They're not opioids. They're, uh, I know they're like a barbiturate. That's such a good word, barbiturate. Um but that and alcohol withdrawals can kill you, so you have to get professional help if you're on that. Glad you aren't on that. So there you go. There's your help, Carrie. God bless you and Godspeed with that. Norco almost took me, uh, wash a couple of this babies down with some Jack and look out. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm not proud of this. I'm just going to tell you what part of my story is. I, I never, ever took them while I was on the air. Never, ever took them when I was on the air. But I lived five minutes away from the studio. Show would get over, 10.05, there would be 12 Norcos waiting for me, and I would take all 12 at once. Yeah. Uh, I'm so thankful that even when I get prescription medication from the doctor, I don't usually take it good. Oh, man, I love Xanax. Back in the day, small dosage at night for a few weeks, and I don't even remember dreaming. Just waking up feeling refreshed. When I tried Oxy and Percocet after gallbladder surgery, that shit just kept me awake all night but loopy. That and uh, the one Oxy I took after spinal surgery is it. I was like, fuck this. I'll stick to ibuprofen and muscle relaxers. Yep. Uh, your stories kept me from doing opioids for pain management. Yeah, And, and that, that see, here's the motherfucker. Is that your brain is a motherfucker. And when your brain gets all that dopamine... Your brain feels good, and your body feels great. Fuck, I would look. This is how fucked up I was. I would watch Intervention and root for the people while popping pills. Praying that I never ended up on that show, and, and knock on wood that I did not end up on that show. But, oh, yeah, I mean, they, it, it was nasty. But see, then your body will start creating pain. Your brain will go, oh, man, I'm in so much pain right now. I need pills. It's a fucking, it's a terrible drug. Terrible. Uh, I've never been addicted to pills. They've always scared me ever since. I almost had to have my stomach pumped when I was 14 after taking a few pills that were like speed. Thank God I've never been hurt since I put on any. I will have pain, take ibuprofen, and I hate that. So, Derek, you're saying you have some pills you don't need. I've got a drawer full of Vicodin and whatever. At least I think they're still there. I don't know. They might have gotten thrown away. We are not trading drugs on this show, for Christ's sake. All right, scumbag, pay attention. Come on. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you and want? And anyway, I would be first on that list anyway. This is from Gary. It says, Arnie. I know that Tommy is going to be on the show Monday. And by the way, by the way, I haven't done it yet because I knew I had this e- email coming up. We have to do this today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear 
Tommy. One more time. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. He won't on like somebody's this birthday, one. sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. It's Tommy, Mr. Happy President. birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valley. No, 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 Tommy. Happy birthday to you. There you go, my man. Uh, I don't know if you're listening, uh, but happy birthday, brother. I love you. Um, you, you. You are... You're the best. You're the best. Today is your day, my friend. So happy birthday, Tommy. He will be on the show Monday. We will be recapping WrestleMania and talking about how the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Um, like I said, this letter's from Gary. It says, I know that Tommy is going to be on the show Monday, and I was wondering something. How have you been able to maintain your friendship with him for so long, being that you were so far away from him for at least 20 years? Uh, that is something I really admire about you, along with your comedy as well. That's from Gary. Hey, shut up. There ain't no reason to bark. But we got a, we got bill collectors outside or something. Somebody's walking by with their dog. Just because you want to have sex with that little fucking French bulldog, Bubba. No. Don't bark. Guy's walking his damn dog. Um, How did I maintain? I mean, we, we, we stayed connected. I, I talked to him. Uh, Tommy and I, when, when I first moved to Reno, I had talked to Tommy at least once once every two weeks. Now, as, we, as it got longer and, and I moved to Sacramento, it would be once a month, maybe twice a month. Who knows? But we still kept in contact with each other. When social media came, it was easy. Still in contact with him. I would still come down and visit Texas and visit him because, I, to me, Tommy was more of a relative to me than anybody I was ever related to next to my dad, except my dad. Tommy, Tommy and I got, we, we get along. We get each other. I don't judge Tommy. Tommy doesn't judge me. We're, we're, we're friends. We've been friends since Miss Hip's English class. Since he got his desk and moved it when a girl threw up right next to him, he's been my, my, my guy. The water park adventures. Everything that we've been through. That's a bond that can't be broken, and I ain't going to try to break it. Like, I love the man like he's my brother. There's nothing I wouldn't do for him, and I don't think there's anything he wouldn't do for me. So I stayed in touch with him, Gary, and, uh, you know, it's like sometimes I feel guilty. (laughs) <laughs> the show isn't trading pills, it's donating. Um, I feel guilty when I talk about the relationship I had with my dad because I know a lot of people have not had good relationships with their dad, and it breaks my heart. Um, this is a, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with growing up in Texas. I don't know, but but a lot of my high school friends are still my friends to this day. I mean, I, I went and visited my friend Darren a couple weeks ago in the hospital, and, and I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Darren and talked to Darren in 10 years since one of the last trips I came back to Texas. Um, but we picked up like nothing ever happened. Phil would be the same way. I mean, these are people that, that I grew up with. I admire these people. They, they grew into them, and, and now they're off in their, their worlds. They have their families, and we don't get to see each other as much as we once did, but that's the way of life. 
but I still keep in contact with them. So uh, people that are important to me, I keep in contact with. So Tommy, one of the most important people to me. So that, Gary, that's how. I, Dayton, I, I don't think that's a tough one there, but there you go. You ask the question, I'll answer it. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, next one, let's go. Let's keep it rolling here, shall we? Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, with opening day only hours away, we all want to know what you think your chances of your Rangers are this year. I know that you've said you, all you want is one World Series. Well, is this the year? As I sit here on opening day eve... Uh, wearing a Texas Rangers T-shirt, very excited about the new season because of all the, 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 the new manager and Bruce Bochy, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, he's going to be taking the, the hill tomorrow for opening day, very excited. He throws over 100 miles an hour, so I like that. Um, who wrote this, Brian? Brian, you're going to have to be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is the official opening day show. Um, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be here. Uh, we have all I have all kinds of stuff planned for tomorrow's show for that. So uh, as you know, uh, my two of my favorite days of the year are opening day for baseball and then the Friday before college football. So I love the college football Saturday. The opening Saturday is fucking that. That's an awesome feeling. But so is opening day. How did Tommy react to your addictions? I mean, I assume he still drinks. Does he call you a quitter for not drinking anymore? You know, Swords Dad, that's a, you know, I don't tell this story very often. It's a hard story to tell. Um, and I'll never, ever forget Tommy's reaction. This is why Tommy, this is why, this is why I love Tommy like a brother. Um, when I got out of the nut house, when I cut my wrists, My dad was at my house, and he says, well, you need to call some people and let them know because people are calling to ask. And the first part, and he goes, call your sister first. Now, when my dad was alive, I, I played by the rules, and, and I called my family first. And my sister was mad. How dare you do this? How dare you do this? You're my only brother. She, she practiced all, you know, she, she yelled at me, your niece and your nephew, they need you. They look up to you, which they really didn't, but whatever. And that was her response. And then the phone call I didn't want to make was to Tommy. So I called Tommy and I told him, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right, but uh, I, I tried to kill myself. His, man, his reaction was, oh, man, what, 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 what's going on? Instead of getting mad at me, he, look, look he, he wasn't happy about it, but he cared more about me. So, um, as far as the addictions go, he, fuck, he doesn't care. He still drinks. I don't care. He doesn't drink like we used to because, well, he grew up. See, I never got to grow I never had to grow up. I got in radio, and I was like, oh, I get to still fucking drink like a fish. You know, he became a public servant, and he was like, yeah, I can't drink like a fish no more, so. Stinkfist says my A's are going to shock the world. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But, yeah, Tommy has always been there for me. And I'll always be there for him. So, there you go. 
But, yeah, uh, Brian, you'll have to wait till tomorrow's uh, big broadcast to find out what my prediction of the Rangers will be. It probably won't shock anybody. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Tim. It says, Dear Orn, I just wanted to say I heard your story yesterday, and I would say that maybe the workplace was the right spot or wasn't the right spot for this. But I don't think that you were really wrong. Okay, 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 okay. Let me let me walk this back. Um, yesterday on the show, I had a story. Um, I had a story about an incident that happened at Braddy Kids' work. Our car was damaged in an accident in late January. Um, it still hasn't been fixed. Um, so we got the estimate and took it to the the young lady who who hit the car, who we have on video hitting the car, and she thought this was some silly $150 uh, repair job, which, by the way, this is not a 1979 Yugo. This is a 2019 Chevy Silverado. And she damaged the front quarter panel by the the light. Now, there could be some light problems there. There could be, it needs to be fixed because the bumper has to be taken off. The total was $3,300. We handed her the paper, and she thought that we were trying to scam her. And by scam her, she's asking us, what else did we put on here? Calling us liars and scam artists right to our face, which I'm not going to allow someone to call my wife that. I asked this girl, who then showed me a picture of the two different pictures, but it was the exact same picture. Um, I asked her, I said, do you need your eyes checked? And she tried to make this a gigantic thing. And she brought other people into it, and I did not react kindly to five people or six people ganging up on my wife while I was left outside. When I was allowed inside, I won't say that, that, that Hurricane Arnie came running through, because it was more like a, not even a tropical depression Arnie came through. The young lady asked me, she says, why are you even in here? I said, well, I'm not going to allow six people to gang up on one. She goes, six people? And I used my index finger to point out one, two, three, four, five, six. And then she just ran away, which I found out later she pushed our cart and tried to, like, fuck around with our cart. Okay. Uh, She went away, and uh, that's when I, I went too far. I guess I've gone too far the whole time, but um, supervisor was down there, and she's trying to say something. And I, and I said, and I had not raised my voice to the level that uh, I was told to calm down yet, um, but I was starting to be told to stop, stop, stop. And I said, uh, I just want to get this fucking thing fixed. And I was being told by Braddy Kid to stop, calm down, stop. And the supervisor said something. I go, look. It's not even her truck. It's my truck, and I want it fixed. That was about as loud as I got. Where Braddy Kid told me to calm down, threw her hands in the air, and I said, fine, I'll wait outside. I'll go home. And I walked home. So um, that's what this is about. Uh, Said the workplace was not the right spot for this, but I don't think you were really in the wrong. And by the way, I would really love to see Scorched Arnie handle things sometime. That's from Tim. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go near Scorched Earth. Uh, Let's see what you guys are saying. Rotten sister, it's not about you and your kids. It's about your brothers going through. Thank you. 
and that is just an estimate. We'll probably go up. I hope so. Uh, you intimidated her. Well, that that's the uh, the word around the campfire is that, yes, uh, that bratty kid has quite the intimidating husband. <laughs> By the way, I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, w- once again, y- you know, I-, I had to do this couple couple months ago when 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 shithead, the donor, you remember him, the donor and the spawn, when when he showed up and he no car insurance, wanting to take the baby, and we're like, no, you can just go ahead and go. And he said, and, and I said, we'll just report this to the police. And and I had my hands up in the air. My 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 symbol is, uh, uh, hey, I I put my hands up. Put my hands in there. I said, okay, well, we'll just report this to the lawyers. That was intimidating. That was menacing. Menacing was a word. I I'd never been called menacing before. It almost made me want to go back to the gym and start working out to where I can really become menacing. But I figure, you know what? Since I don't have to spend all that time in the gym and I'm still menacing, I'll I'll fucking ride this fucking train. I like it. If not Hurricane Arnie, how about Irish Spring Rain Arnie? Yeah, this is more of like a, ooh, you Californians will like this. I was more like an atmospheric rain Arnie at the store the other day. Nowhere near a tropical storm, not a tornado because I don't even name those. But no, Hurricane Arnie did not go through. And yes, Scorched Earth Arnie, oh God. That one, that one, I have to rest after Scorched Arnie. If Scorched Arnie comes out, it, I usually I have to rest because that that one takes it out of me. I'm not a young man anymore, for Christ's sake! Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay. Now what the fuck do you want? Uh, all right. It's another letter on it. Let's see, it says, I wanted to say that I understand you wanting to stand up for your wife, but you can't do it at her work, and the girl was 19 and still a kid. Okay, I'm going to have to get back to that. You should have just handed her the paper, or better yet, uh, your wife should have done it, and if there was any resistance, she could have said something to the effect of, okay, we'll see what our lawyers have to say, but good man for standing up for your wife, Nina. Thank you, Nina. I appreciate that. Um... See, that wasn't even a rain. You were in California tornado. That's like 15 high and knocks over a plastic lawn chair. Um, 19, you're not a kid. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You're not a kid anymore. You're 19 years old. Yeah, is Stackar says, um, 19 is an adult. Well, fuck, you can't stand up for her no matter where. Thank you, uh, Longhorn Wiener Dad. Let me, let me just say this. Uh, I, I, I don't play that game. I don't play this game where we have these adult children because there's no such thing as adult children. You're 19 years old. And there's other parts of this story where, like, like her mama works at the store, and all these people thought that Braddy Kid was going to go straight to her mother. But Braddy Kid, God bless Braddy Kid, because Braddy Kid wanted to show this young lady some respect and treat her like an adult. And what happens? She acts like a child. She might act like a child, but she ain't a child. She's 19 years old. You can die for this country at 19 years old. That's about all you can do. Can't even buy cigarettes or beer anymore. Well, you couldn't buy beer for a long time. But but you're 19. You're an adult. You're, you're in a shitty age gap right now. 
18 is cool because you're 18. Now you think you're all legal and everything. But, but really, the, this gap right here really sucks. The, eight, the, the 19 to 21 gap sucks. And then everything's better at 21 until you want to rent a car. Then you got to wait that shitty gap year, those four years there, until you're 25. By the way, store manager says I can work as much overtime as I want. Why? Because I do my job and work. No, 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 no. You work overtime because you're a broke-ass hoe. She was at, my wife was called. Let me just say this. Let me go on record. Let me go on record and say it is a damn good thing that you did not call my wife a broke-ass hoe. In front of me. That's all I'm going to say. Call my wife a broke asshole in front of me. I ain't going to hit you because you're a 19 year old girl. But you might get a nice Copenhagen bath. You, you are not going to disrespect her. And by the way, why is it your business she works overtime? Why does that matter to you? What why 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 do you have any why why is it why why is this even on your radar? Nineteen year old shouldn't be able to vote. Nineteen, she can buy a lotto ticket, okay. Uh nineteen, look, you can vote, then you're an adult. Uh I say Braddy, work all the OT you want, screw her. Now play all the pretty girls walk. Oh yeah. I mean I mean seriously. Seriously, I, look, 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 you, you want to call my wife a broke asshole? All the pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. Pretty girls walk like this, this, this. This is a terrible song, but I love that. I love that hook. And let me just tell you, if you hear that and I'm anywhere around, bad things are coming your way. That's like, that, that's like the, 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 when you hear this, this is the warning sirens. All the Pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. Pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. All the pretty girls walk like this. See, that's the that's the Arnie that 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 that's Hurricane Arnie watch right there. See, and if you lived in the South, you'll know this. We have differences between tornado watches and tornado warnings. Tornado watches, we don't give a fuck about. Tornado warning. That we start paying attention. And if it's a red tornado warning, we're really paying. We're sitting in a bathtub watching the news. And do you know what that is? That is when you hear this phrase. Do you want a shot at the title? If you hear that phrase, it's like seeing a Texas Ranger at a law at a crime scene. Somebody's gonna get fucking taken down. We need a video of you strutting to that tune. I'll work on that. You hear the broken glass and Stone Cold Arnie is marching to the ring, open a can of whoop-ass and stomp a mud hole and walk that shit dry. Oh, you're goddamn right. But it seems that things have worked itself out at, at, at the store and somebody isn't in trouble because of me. And uh, I'll just say you're welcome. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. You're welcome. I'm a hell of a guy. What can I say? Don't move. Stay yeah, I did that one already. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Arnie, I have to say that I love your show. 
exclamation points. You really do tell it like it is. Uh, I'm with you about securing the schools before we do anything else. This world needs more people like you to report the facts and the truth rather than speculate on everything and make everything about color or sex. Fuck this world pisses me off. That's from Lance. I get it, man. I totally get it. It, 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 because they all want to hide behind agendas or political correctness or not trying to make people feel bad. Consistency, logic, fuck your feelings, okay? That's it. it, it it's real simple. It, it, and, and by the way, by the way, if you go by three those three rules, you will be happier. If you use consistency and logic to get through your days, you're not going to be upset at things, and you're going to move on. And if you do get upset at things because they hurt your feelings, then you revert to rule three, and you say, fuck your feelings. Shouldn't have anything to do with it. Boom. Happiness. Lance or Zane. <laughs> Lance is a boy. That's old school right there. Jax Lee says, that's your walkout song? Well, part of it. I really almost busted out the Burberry person, the Prada shoes. <laughs> uh, I love the part of the song so much. Uh, my old ass hurt my knee strutting around the house with it playing in my head. Oh, yeah, that song's great. I, I mean, that, that's just one of those fun songs to dance to and walk to. All right, last one here. Uh, let's go. Um, Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, WrestleMania is this weekend. Yeah, duh. And I was wondering, what are your plans and your predictions? That's from Jay. Uh, Cody Rhodes is going to win the world title. We all know that. Roman Reigns already said he's taking a vacation. Um, I, I, I think there's going to be some cool stuff. I'm, I'm hoping for Randy Orton's return either at WrestleMania or at the Monday Night Raw afterwards. Um, I'd like to see Big E from uh, from the, the, the New Day come back. He hurt his neck, too. I, I like him. He's a good wrestler. Don't care about any of the women's matches. Maybe, it, well, except uh, Trish Stratus. I, I'd like to see her boobs pop out. I know, I know yesterday we spent some time talking about getting Trish Stratus in the uh, the Lions and Tornadoes movie, and, and she has to have a tasteful nude scene in there. We'll see that. I'd like to see a tasteful nude scene this weekend. What I'd really like to see is Logan Paul broken half by Seth Rollins. What I'd like, this is what I'd like to see, because I don't like Logan Paul. I don't like either of the Paul brothers. And I really hate the fact that Logan Paul has come into the WWE. I, I hold the wrestling world very sacred. Something I, I, I love. My, my, my love for wrestling is, is, is so deep. And, and, I, and I just, it, it's one of my favorite things to watch. And I don't like what he's done by, by, by breaking into this world, impregnating this world. I'd like to see Seth Rollins go old school and go real, real, as they call, um, um, Work really stiff with him. That's that's the term. To be stiff like Bruiser Brody or Stan Hansen. To be stiff like the Von Erich brothers were stiff with the Road Warriors. I just watched a match the other night, and it was a match that I actually attended, and it was on the WWE Network, and it's fantastic. 
And I'll never forget going because my dad used to always, and I love talking to people when, when people go, Arnie, you're a pretty smart guy. Why do you like wrestling? That You know it's fake. Do you know how stupid you sound? Do you know how absolutely positively stupid you sound to a wrestling fan when you say you know it's fake? Well, I know it's predetermined. Can I hit you in the back with a chair? Because if I can, uh, if I can, then uh, please let me hit you in the back of the, with a chair. Because I guarantee you, Tobey Maguire did not get thrown off any goddamn roof when he was filming Spider-Man. But you people clamor for that. You people clamor for all these movies, and I'm right there with you. By the way, Keanu Reeves didn't shoot a single fucking person or stab anybody in John Wick 4 in real life. That's all fake, too. Do I tell you, well, that's fake? I don't say that, no. And that's what wrestling is to us. Um, and Logan Paul, I think, is, is trying to kind of make fun of it. Kind of like him and his brother have made fun of the boxing world. What happened the first time Jake Paul actually faced a boxer? That's right, he got beat. Let's not forget that Logan Paul hasn't stepped into a boxing ring since Floyd Mayweather knocked him out and actually carried him around the ring. Hmm? Randy Orton might show up and cost Rody the ma- Cody the match. I Look, I just want Randy Orton back, that's all. I keep hearing that this Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler in the world, and I have to say, uh, just real quick to that. And I ain't knocking Kenny Omega. I ain't going to say he sucks. The best pro wrestler in the world. I mean, we all know it was Stone Cold Steve Austin forever, but if you want to extrapolate now, it's Randy Orton. Randy Orton's the truth. Randy Orton's boring to watch because he's so fucking good and smooth in the ring. Wrestling is the male soap opera. I've said that for years. Christopher says, it's not fake. Ogre says, I have a degree, follow politics, write, study science, etc. I love wrestling. It's theater and a modern good versus evil pageant continuing the efforts of lore, thousands of years of evolved culture and history. Amen. It's fucking awesome. You, 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 you lose yourself in it. You suspend disbelief. I think it's fantastic. And I don't like people jumping in and taking over or trying to take over just to try to expose it. I stand behind Dr. D. David Schultz when he slapped the fucking bejesus out of John Stossel on 2020. I watched that when it first aired. And Dr. D. slapped that motherfucker in the head and said, does this look fake to you, boy? Only wrestling match I went to was WWE in 2000. I'll just say it looked really fake to me. They were just stomping their feet when they pretend to punch someone during commercials. They did nothing to entertain us, and there was a lot of those. Maybe it's changed since then. 2000, that was fucking a hot era. That was right going into the Attitude Era. And that was, you know, uh, if you went to WWE in 2000, WWE was the cartoonish one compared to WCW, and that's why WCW was beating See, see, this is where the WWE needs to, to, to understand itself. Back in the old, old days of wrestling, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a wrestling tangent here for a second. And we had these things called territories. And, and I'm going I'm to go back to that match I was telling you about that I was at. Um, 
territories were amazing. You had Mid-South that was in Memphis. Um, Mid-South Coliseum still there. I, I'd love to actually go into the Mid-South Coliseum. That was cool. Um, you had the Sportatorium here in Dallas, which I, I consider the most sacred wrestling venue in the world, and it's torn down, and it breaks my heart. Every time, every time I'm on I-30 and we're driving through downtown, I always look in that direction because I remember the amazing times I had there. Undertaker started there. Stone Cold Steve Austin started there. You cannot call this not the greatest wrestling venue in the world. As I look at uh, the, the, the pictures on my wall from my first match I ever got to go to, the blown-up um, um, program. Ric Flair wrestled at the Sportatorium. Kamala, Andre the Giant, which I saw him wrestle there. Shawn Michaels started his career there. I already said The Undertaker. So many people. Bruiser Brody, Abdullah Butcher, the fabulous Freebirds. Anybody who was anybody, the Junkyard Dog, the Honky Tonk Man, all these people, Jerry the King Lawler, the Ultimate Warrior. I don't think Hulk Hogan ever wrestled here, but fuck Hulk Hogan. It to me it is wrestling's mecca. Wrestling fans should face downtown Dallas every day and say thank you. But back in the territory days, wrestling was a lot stiffer. And a match that I went to, and it's on the WWE network right now, it's a match between Kerry and Kevin Von Erich versus Terry Gordy and Michael PSAs, the fabulous Freebirds. They came to the ring playing Skinner's Free Bird, and they had these sequin gowns that were the Confederate flag. Still awesome. Not that match, but they did that. And a country whipping match is exactly what it sounds like. They give all the competitors four leather straps, and they beat the piss out of each other with the leather straps. And you could hear it, and you could see it. And I dare anybody to say that shit was fake. Um, I don't have a horse in this race if I want to watch it, uh, like it. Not all people like blues, but I do. Met The Undertaker. Uh, the Paul Brothers, uh, just going to into the apex of pro wrestling, is like an artificially composed pop band who never earned their stripes. Don't know what they're doing, but uh, are a face and a name. Fuck the Pauls, and I hope it gets curb stomped by Seth so hard his fucking teeth fly out. That would be fantastic. Longhorn Wiener Dad, the world-famous Sportatorium in downtown Dallas, bitches. Yeah, you and I went there. Um, oh, it, it was fantastic. But but 2000 was still more the cartoony WWF days, back the old rock and wrestling connection. It wasn't until Steve Austin came in. And, and by the way, the WWE has gone back to that. They're kind of cartoony a little bit now. Just saying. But, yes, I do look forward to WrestleMania each and every year. Last year was honestly a dream come true. And, 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 I, and I don't mean that lightly. I, I mean it seriously. I, I got to go to WrestleMania last year in Dallas. It, 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 two nights of just awesomeness. This is the Super Bowl of wrestling, and I got to go. And it was 14 miles away from the Mecca that is also known as the Sportatorium. Uh, if you watch old wrestling videos, if you like that kind of stuff, look up the old things. And it, 
All you got to do is watch Bruiser Brody. That's it. Uh, like I said the other day, I watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody the other night. What a great movie. So uh, I, I got some uh, some movie sa- songs here. So here you go. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you're going to let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. Hey! I was just a skinny lad. Never knew no good from bad. But I knew life before I left my nursery. Left alone with big fat fatties. She was When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. 
darkness She is standing right in front of me Speaking words of wisdom Let it be 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 Whisper words of wisdom Let it be And when the broken heart is
First one, Fat Bob Girl, that was easy. That was from the Queen movie, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, great movie. The next one, I, I played the Himesh Patel, uh, the guy who starred in the movie yesterday. Really interesting movie. Um, I played Let It Be instead of playing the Beatles because I'm not a big fan of the Beatles. I'm just not. I, I respect the Beatles. Uh, but this was based in a movie where the world did not have the Beatles. Like, there was a, a glitch in the system, and the Beatles never existed. And this guy took all their music because he memorized it. He was a musician, and uh, he put it out as his own. And it's very interesting to watch because, like I said, I'm not a Beatles fan, but I do respect what they did for the music industry. I respect them as artists just because I don't like them. I don't think they suck. They're just not for me. It's like Led Zeppelin. I'm not a fan of Led Zeppelin. Sorry if I've ruined anybody's day with that. But I respect what they did 
and them as artists. And I know their importance in the world of music history. But it's funny to watch that movie, the Yesterday movie, because they make fun of some of the titles like Yellow Submarine, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. I can't imagine a world where those two things don't exist. Like, it, 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 it's funny to see the modern-day twist on classics. They didn't want to use Abbey Road. Because it's just, it, it, and, and it just shows how iconic the, the, that the Beatles were. And like I said, if you like the Beatles, great, hey, more power to you. If you like Led Zeppelin, you probably hate Greta Van Fleet, too. I hate Greta Van Fleet because they want to be Led Zeppelin. Uh, right Meow says, finally, another person that doesn't like Led Zeppelin. I thought I was the only one. Oh, no, I used to get shit about that on the air. Yeah, hey, dude, instead of hey, Jude. That was, I mean, that's fucking hysterical. And, and somebody like, like, like uh, uh, who was it? Ed Sheeran was the one who suggested hey, dude. <laughs> and then the last song, Paint It Black. That's been in so many movies. I think that was in John Wick 4, and that's probably why... I'm not a big fan of the Rolling Stones either. I, the, the Rolling Stones, I can stomach. I like that song. And they, they, look, there are certain Beatles songs. I do like Hey Jude. I like it, and I like Let It Be. I think my, um, honestly, if, I, if it came down to, I, I would never say that I was a Beatles fan. I'm not, because I'm not. But I do, this is a song that I love. I do like Bobby Love. Just a good swing to that song. That's just a good song. And nobody could do it like they could. That song, especially. Maybe I like that song because of the shitty movie that was made by Patrick Dempsey and, and that, that girl, Can't Buy Me Love. It's, I love that movie. Fucking great movie. But I'm fascinated by British rock. I, I, I watched a, a documentary. Ogre, you're going to help me with this. Um there's a British group, I, I want to call, the, the, are they the Jam? Is that the name of them, the Jam? Or were they, they only have a one-word name, and I think it's The Jam. And you want to talk about an uber-popular band in Great Britain in the late 60s, early 70s? This band, I, I mean, huge. But they never really ever broke out of England. And their fans are loyal to a, a fault. It, it's amazing to watch, and they were kind of the go-between between between the Rolling Stones and then the Sex Pistols. They were like they, they were like a lighter version of the Clash. I, I, British music history, well, rock music, British rock music history fascinates me. It just I don't know what it is, but it fascinates me because there you truly see the evolution. Uh, I, I had to admittedly look up the jam, never heard of him. Yeah, it, big, big, uh, Hugh, it, and if you ever get a chance to see the doctor, documentary, check it out because you'll find out what loyal fans are. Uh, I think jam was big. I'm the late 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah, and I remember seeing, I don't remember any of their songs, but I remember watching this documentary and watching the evolution of, of British music. It's so fascinating because you had the Beatles. You don't really consider the Beatles rock stars, but they were. I mean, they were rock stars. And then you had the Rolling Stones. They were a little bit harder rock. 
A Town Called Malice is one of my all-time favorite songs of, of all time. Okay. Is, is that by the jam? But then, you know, and then it went to the Sex Pistols. And then we had Generation X, which gave us Billy Idol. And it gave us artists like that, the, the more androgynous look because it was accepted in Great Britain a lot more. We got people like David Bowie through it. And that inspired American artists. And it, 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 it's just so fascinating. Then the monkeys. <laughs> but uh, the, the British, British music has been fascinating to, to watch and, and learn from. The English may know jack shit about cooking or dentistry, but they're amazing pop musicians. Between the Beatles, Yardbirds, The Who, The Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Clapton, The Clash, Sex Pistols, Motorhead, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, The Cure, Joy Division, Billy Idol, David Bowie, and the list goes on and on. The Cult, I'll throw The Cult in there. Fascinating. It, it, it is. They, they're a talented group of folks. Not, not saying that Americans aren't. American music is just as great. Look, the greatest band of all time. We all know the greatest band of all time. I like to always say it's the greatest American band of all time because usually, you know, Led Zeppelin fans get mad at me, but the greatest band of all time, there's no question. Turn it up. I mean, I mean, come on. Or? Oh. Just gives you goosebumps. Or you hear. When you hear that guitar lick, when you hear that guitar lick, you know a fight's fixing to break out. You hear that. Let me, let me just tell you something. When you hear this guitar lick, are looking for the chicken wire on the stage. You just know. You just know that you were in a place that you probably shouldn't be in. There's some good old boys there that are fixing to put a beating on somebody. Uh, uh, the, uh, what about Elton John? Where do you put him? Rock. I mean, he is the rocket man. Uh it, Look, Elton John. Elton John is a fucking gigantic rock star. I I can't deny it. I mean, it'd be like saying David Bowie ain't. Ooh, Mount Rushmore to British bands and top American bands. Ooh, I like that. The Mount. I might need some help with the British one. Chicken wire on stage. We're the good old. <laughs> we're the good old boys. <laughs> Hashtag the Blues Brothers. Also, a town called Malice is on more the Valley Girl soundtrack too. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, today's jokes. I'm getting a little feedback uh, on TikTok from the second joke I told. From uh, it might be the first one that's on there. The the first one I'll tell is uh, why did they bury John Wayne in the side of a mountain? Because he was fucking dead. The other one I told is. I had to change it. He said New York Jets. I wanted to do a division team. <laughs> what do the Pittsburgh Steelers and the police have in common? They beat the shit out of the Browns every year. That's so bad. That is so bad. Um, 
Let's see, also a technical amount. Oh, I read that. Amazon Prime has some killer English band documentaries. The Slits documentary is really, really good. Freaking love Elton John and Billy Joel. I'm super into that shit. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, all right. Um, I told you I had an update on reparations. This is the update. An advocate, um, reparations advocate Robin Sue Simmons has told CNN, finally she has said the words that we've all been wondering. She has no idea how San Francisco will pay black residents $5 million each in reparations. After successfully awarding reparations to approved residents in Evanston, Illinois. How much did those fucking people get? They were given grants up to $25,000 on down payments on new homes. That's a far cry from $5 million. It's stupid, but it's a far cry from $5 million. Does punk count? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely punk counts. Punk is, look, 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 we'll go back to the music thing. I just wanted to update you on finally somebody's coming out and saying, we have no idea. We can talk music for the rest of the show. I don't care. I got nothing. I, I got stuff here that we can talk about, but we can talk music. You guys like talking music. Um, punk absolutely counts. I mean, if it weren't for punk rock, do you think we would have hair bands? If it weren't for, and, and honestly, this is the band that did it all. I mean, honestly, Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols. If And by the way, uh, you're out. I know I don't have to tell you this. Please tell me that you have seen the, the Sex Pistols series on Hulu. That to me was why I, I hope there's another season of that. Sid Vicious. Johnny Rotten. You want to talk about an important band. Holy shit. That that and and a band that is not recognized for their genius enough. Mm-mm. And I can't forget Radiohead, Junior Reactor, The Smiths, New Order, Amy Winehouse, Adele. No need for the clip, thank you. Sisters of Mercy. But I have to. Since, since you said it, yeah, I mean you did you did say it, and I mean Hello. Yeah, okay, hello. How are you? Good. We're talking about it's British me. people, yeah. I know. I know it's you, hon. I was wondering yeah. if after all these years you'd No, I don't want to meet. Um, let's see. Uh, Sisters Mercy, Queen, Pink Floyd, Oasis, Muse. Oh, I love Oasis. That was a good band. Eraser? Fuck. Depeche Mode, Black Sabbath, and by extension, Ozzy. Fuck, I have a lot of English stuff on my iPod. So do I. Add in Sid and Nancy, another great movie. Gary Oldman, no way, uh, easily a way to do a Mount Rushmore of Limey music. You're right. I've always said that if I ever go to London, I want to go to all the places where punk was born. I don't even give a rat's ass about the Royals or Windsor. Take me to the Roxy, the Vortex, and yes, Arnie, we discussed this when it came out good. 
I don't remember a lot of stuff. My brain's fucked up. Uh, if we didn't have hair metal, we wouldn't have grunge, the rap rock. No, we wouldn't. And all this has led to it. I mean, you think about it. Check out Carnaby Street and Penny Lane in London, touristy but very musical. I don't know if the Convent Garden Club is still there, but it's a great neighborhood. See, I'd love to go to see. I, I don't know if CBGB. No, CBGB still ain't there in New York because that was. I mean, I mean, you think about it. CBGB gave us. Um, oh, oh, God damn it! Why can't I think of his name right now? Oh, God, dog it! Hold on, hold on. I, I can get it here. Um. Uh, um, Iggy Pop. I mean, my bad. They had long intros back then. Damn, how long is this fucking intro? And Iggy Pop is still performing today. CBGB is gone, but I will still go where it was. I think you can get a shirt right outside it still. It is still a mecca for people to go see good. Uh, I read a rumor that Oasis is getting back together for a tour. I heard that one brother is willing to. I don't know if the other is. Iggy was from Detroit. Yeah, but he's an American. And, And CBGB was like the American version of punk that's from train spotting yes yes it was uh binder and the ramones were cbgb yep blondie my oh god damn i mean and 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 blondie who gets a lot of credit and i don't know if it's necessarily due but blondie helped usher in rap music Uh, she talks about five five freddy in one of her one of her songs i mean this right here another one from hear songs like that anymore i mean that that, that, those are some talented musicians and you think about it and then deborah harry who helped lead this revolution of female rockers like linda ronstadt stevie nicks and then it gave us this wonderful group and by the way i will go i will go to my grave i will i this is a band i'd like to see in concert I'll say it. I ain't, I ain't afraid. You want to challenge my manhood? You can go ahead and try to challenge my manhood. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, you ain't going to win. But this band right here. I'll say it. This is the greatest female band of all time. doesn't give you goosebumps when when that's at the very beginning of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. When you hear that drum fucking kick in and all the it's all this that that all had this and it all comes from one big old granddaddy and I love the granddaddy that it comes from and and a lot of people oh no it's not it I'm sorry but this is look look. If it weren't for this guy, 
very old friend came by today because he was telling everyone. You knew it was coming back to Elvis. You knew it was going to come back to the king. British people heard that. They loved it. They fell in love with that shit, and they made it their own. They brought their own brand of rock and roll. We ended up liking their brand of rock and roll. And it, it, it look, look, look to where it stemmed to. I, I mean, rock and roll has stemmed into so many different art forms. It's amazing to see. Country music is garbage now. Rock music is terrible as well. But all the stuff that the originals gave us and, and, and then the sampling and all that kind of stuff started happening and we got less real artists and, and, and less genuine artists. And I think that's why when we get artists like, and I'll say her name, Adele, and I, I don't have to play it since I said it, um, that's why they stand out so much. This is why people like this girl stood out so very, very much. Now, you might not like her, but you can't deny how much talent she has. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been I'd argue that Heart is the Goat for ladies' music, but they had guys in the band. Yeah, see, there's guys in the band. The greatest female. Hey, look, the, another, I ain't taking away from Suzanne Hoff and the other gals in the Bangles, but the Go-Go's are the shit. No way they're the greatest female band Aerosmith is. I'd go to a Go-Go's concert, keep my hands out of my pants, take the B-52s to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should be in there. Look, there's a lot of bands that aren't in the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is is I would say that that is no that is no that is no litmus test of of what you are as a rock and roll artist. Sure, it's nice to be in there as a, as a Hall of Famer. By the way, I tried to I I'm trying to um oh between Amy Winehouse and the other one oh I take Amy Winehouse all day long. King is Dead, Long Live the King, Amy Winehouse album is awesome, Ace of Bass, I can't talk about Elvis, I'm too excited about 2024, woohoo, oh I know, I, I, I'm so happy for you, oh you're going to have such a good time, what about Four Non Blondes, I, I'm not, I don't know enough about them, Arnie what about ABBA, not, not, look, look, y'all can, that's my this is this is my personal. Uh, I think the Go Go's are the great, and I'll argue with you. I ain't got nothing wrong with ABBA. They ain't my, you know, ain't really my cup of tea. I mean, uh-huh. But think about that, then. We haven't even talked about one era. An era that that is is laughed at and is mocked. But without this era, I got to tell you, without this era, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. And that era, 
Uh, I honestly, this is one of my favorite eras of music, and you can all laugh at it, and you can all say I'm crazy, but when you hear. Or, don't tell me you're not up. Everybody, look look here, I'll say this right now. Everybody in America has done the YMCA with their hands. There's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man. My mom would be singing Abba or Neil Sedaka when I got home from school. Fuck my life. If you don't have the Runaways, you don't have the Go Go's. And the Runaways were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, what turn fucking? Uh, hold on. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Joan Jett. I mean. Amazing. I'm trying to get my coworkers into disco. <laughs> one of them heard Donna Summer and is hooked. The other one heard Dr. Hook's cover The Rolling Stone and actually bought it on iTunes. I'm making progress. Yes, you are. I mean, I mean, oh, I, I they just there was something about disco that's just fun. I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm honestly like if you can't have fun when when this song. When you hear this, you know, you know that you're going to do a little dance. You might make a little love. Who knows, but you are going to definitely get down tonight. I mean, I mean, and then you have bands that were that stretched through so many different genres and have, have stood the test of time. And this is one of those bands. I only play this one because everybody knows this one. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the Disco gave us new wave, which gave us oh, that gave us this right here. I mean, this right, this is still today one of my all-time favorite songs. I was so excited. One year, the Warbird and his wife, for my birthday, took me to the VIP sitting at uh, the Reno Rib Cook-Off, which means we could eat as many ribs as we wanted and we didn't have to pay. One of my, a great bird, one of my favorite gifts of all time. And we went on the day that Flock of Seagulls was playing. 
I've got to see Flock of Seagulls in concert. And then that gave us awesome bands. And and maybe you don't like them, but I do love this band. I, I've seen them in concert. I've seen a lot of fucking bands. But this one right here. The Cure. And, and uh, uh, one of my dear friends who I worked at the water park with, uh, my friend Amy, who lives in Las Vegas, Tonight, I, I think they're there tonight. She gets and she's been posting about this. She's so excited about this, and I'm so excited for her that she gets to see this. should be seeing the cure right now that guy ain't fucking around with Tickmaster at all no robert smith isn't and good for him good for him but i mean we there's I, i've left off so many different bands that that i love and that i listen to and that i've got to see um it, it, it is amazing to to see the and and we're just talking about the rock genre I haven't gone down adult contemporary. I haven't even t- even even sniffed country music yet. But you want to go, you know, look, look. Rock music inspired adult contemporary to be a little bit better. And it inspired people like this guy right here who was singing in his church. But you want to talk about somebody that absolutely everybody loves? It doesn't matter what kind of music you like. When you hear this... Why is nothing playing? This is a pop song. They took an an AC artist and made him into a pop legend. Where it began I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring. I mean, I mean, it's Neil for God's sakes. Everybody loves Christopher Cross. <laughs> but it, but and and it all stemmed from from the, the, this form of art that was a little more upbeat and more up-paced than uh, than people like. Do I have it on here? I don't know if I have that on here. I don't think I have it on. I, I might. Um. No, I don't have them on here. Um, I was gonna play. Uh, hold on a second here. You, this is this was pop music for a long, long time. Um. And then people said, "No, we want something else." And 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 by the way, there's nothing wrong with this. This this genre of music because this is what led into music here. It's shit like this. (laughs) 
That's upbeat. That's Glenn Miller. Yes, it's in the mood by Glenn Miller. See, what he did is he took what John Philip Sousa was doing with bands and he updated it. And he made it great. I mean, I, I mean, that's where it led. And then, then that, guys like him who saw success, got other singers. And, and, and then they said, oh, how can we make this even more? Well, you, you can make it more by, by getting people like this right here. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. That's just fucking, that's syrup right there, hearing that. Tom Waits. Tom Waits is such an underrated artist, and he's such an acquired taste. I haven't really acquired the Tom Waits um, taste. I'm not saying he's terrible or anything like that, but that guy was, he was very, very unique. To say the least. Now, we can add all this music together, and it gave us bands like Limp Biscuit, and you can hate them all you want. I still love Limp Biscuit because it was great music at the time. Corn, Deftones, all these kind of bands. And, and rock music turned into metal, and it gave us bands like Metallica. And, 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 and bands like Motorhead led into Metallica. And it's so awesome to watch this progress. And the bad part is it seems like we've hit a wall. We've hit a wall. I know that we we really didn't discuss a lot of grunge. Tom Waits versus Tom Jones. I'll take Tom Jones, personally. But I, I think we've hit a wall. I mean, we, we, we go back to grunge, and I mean, if there was never a Nirvana, and I'm not a Nirvana fan, I ain't going to take away with what they did, but we wouldn't have bands like Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. They're all great, important bands. All good music, and, and, and they don't have to. See, this, this is where people always get into fights and things like this about music is... I've stopped, I mean, outside of saying, okay, I'm going to listen to country today or I'm going to listen to rock today, you know, outside of that, the gigantic genres, to me, in rock music, there's rock music. That's it. I can listen to Van Halen into, you know, the fucking Beatles or or, or, or something like that because, to me, it's just me. It's good music. I don't label it as, oh, I'm going to listen to grunge or, or stuff like that. To me, it's good music. The end. I mean, and, and we haven't even talked about all the one-hit wonders. I mean, we're out of time. We haven't even come close to talking about all the one-hit wonders that are out there. Uh, right now, I love music. My parents and my grandparents are super into music of all kinds. I play music trivia, and the Song Pop app keeps me uh, on my toes. I could have my dream job. It would be to have a record store, of random people that stop in and play here and there. Oh, man. I, I, I tell you what. I miss record stores. 
oh, do I miss record stores. And I, and I ain't talking about the mom-and-pop record stores because there's still a few of those around. We still have National Record Store Day. I'm talking about the Sam Goodies. I'm talking about the, the what was the one in, in, that started in Sacramento? Shit. I can't think of it now. Um, oh, God damn. I'm going to kick myself in the ass. The hell do they call that? Not, not Dimple. The big one. Arnie, with your music knowledge, you should be a serious station host. No. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got into radio because I want Tower. Thank you very much. Tower music. There is nothing better than going into Tower Records. If I didn't have anything to do on a Friday night after I got sober, you know where I went? I went to Tower. I could spend hours in Tower Records just looking and listening to the stuff they had. I liked Sam Goody. It was too expensive, though. What I would do is I'd go see whatever new albums were out, and I'd go to either Target or Walmart and buy it for cheaper. I just saw a great long Rick Beto uh, interview with Butch Vig, the legendary producer and drummer, who said rock isn't dead, but it's just waiting. It's all pop and auto-tune shit right now, but the boredom of hair metal of the 80s pop gave us the musical revolution of the 90s grunge and alternative blast of the industry. It might happen again, but people will have to want it. That's why I try to make my own music different, imperfect, and trying not to just sound like everything else. Even metal and rock nowadays mostly uh, homogenous and needs a kick in the ass. I couldn't agree more. Um... We collect vinyl in my house. One of our favorite things to do to go to our local record store and browse through all the music. I, I, I like I said, I mean, and and we we haven't touched on the influences of jazz onto rock music and the influences of people like Miles Davis, um, Charlie Parker, to name a few. I mean, I mean, honestly, those are the guys that inspired one of my all-time favorite artists. And, and it is true, it, and, and also a reason why this guy's one of my favorite artists, because my dad was a musician. That's why I know a lot about music, because I listen to my dad. My dad played piano. You're going to hear a lot of my dad tomorrow. I'm just going to let you know. But if we didn't have guys like like, like, like Miles Davis and, and Charlie Parker, we wouldn't have guys like this. Well, I got a woman. Way over town, that's good to me. Oh, oh yeah, I got a woman. Way over town, that's good to me. Oh yeah, she give me money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a kind of friend indeed. I got a woman. And one of his main influences was fucking country music. His first album was called The Essential uh, the, uh, Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music. And he gave us this song right here. Ray Charles and Willie Nelson. In what kind of world do these two men get together? Down into the brown eyes. Seven Spanish Angels is one of the most important songs ever. One of the best parts of Elvis was showing how his exposure to gospel and the blues and country started mixing his head. Yep. That's Ray Charles. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Neither did he. 
My mom and younger sister saw him in concert, which I went. I got to see him in Reno. Um, I was very happy about that. Um, that's going to do it for us today. We can talk more music tomorrow. We can go down the old country loophole. I'm happy to do that. But tomorrow is opening day. Tomorrow, hey, get ready. Look, if you're not a baseball fan, I'm sorry. I, I just do this once a year, and I have to. Because tomorrow, it's opening day. And there's nothing better because everybody still has a shot. Uh, that does it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a wonderful hump day. And adios, everybody. Uh
Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.